Good morning, black and white sports fans. We are live right now. Rhodes. Yeah. What the world was that? Huh? Oh man. Okay. Well, do okay. you know do you know the intro didn't play? It, it gave a it showed a 26 and then number one it we were live for like 12 seconds before it popped up and i was like we're live man we're yeah. live <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i was muted so i was like crap i can't <laughs> i was about to start flagging okay. you down like that <laughs> okay oh, i just funny. turned off uh stream yards um uh automatically adjust mic volume <laughs> i don't know because that thing just started boosting up the gang on my mic, and I'm like, whoa, it's not supposed to do that. <laughs> Hopefully, I sound okay now. Let me know if I'm going to be popping. I got to figure out what's going on. And still doing it. Hold whatever on. you do, whatever you do, don't move. <laughs> oh, that's funny. No. Oh, right, we got I 230. Got 231 watching what's up folks what's up what's going on chat <laughs> sorry about oh, that guys funny. i don't know what was going on with this thing it just automatically just started see i disabled the echo uh, cancellation too I, I disabled their processing so we're just gonna have to roll with it and uh hopefully uh we don't have any of the other audio issues but smash the thumbs up button if you guys do not mind um, we have what 300 people watching right now and 76 thumbs up. Let's get those thumbs up way, way up. So let me know in the chat. Um, how do I sound? Do I sound okay? I just want to know that. <laughs> well, there's like gonna, yes or no. There's going to be a delay from you sounding like crap and then it gets a lot better. So okay. I think it's a stream yard processing. I think that was the uh that was the problem. Okay, yes, sounds good. Okay. All right. Good. Had some issues over here. I know the last couple of live streams it wasn't it was popping. I don't know why. So everybody says I'm good, so we're good. All right, all right. And if you want to watch the whole entire live stream after um we're done here, make sure you click the join button, become a member here on the channel, because members get access to the full live stream uncut so thank you and thank you to the people that have sent in super chats we will get to those uh pretty shortly here because we got some interesting stuff to talk about right now don't we Rhodes? oh man antonio brown is completed uh com uh, made a complete firestorm out there yes he's yes. dropped all he's dropped all kinds of juicy nuggets between him and aaron Rodgers destroying the the associated press writer it's kind of interesting in the nfl what's crazy is what what is today is today thursday today yes, is today's thursday today is thursday and the antonio brown saga still has the sports world by the balls right now his issue happened on sunday sunday know, and there is still drama pouring i mean like it's worse today than it was on monday it's he's he's opened the floodgates he's got alex guerrero involved tb12's trainer he's got bruce arians all up in a tizzy 
Me, yep. he's got me and you. He's got me and you doing research on injury reports and all kinds of. <laughs> what's going on we, here? Because we were just uh, we planned out the show mainly like the day before in the morning, but up until we actually go live, stuff is still changing by the second. So we may find out some other stuff here about Antonio Brown because he he's out there tweeting and he actually dropped. Uh, text messages from uh, Bruce Arians because remember Bruce Arians said that uh, that he didn't know nothing about an injury with Antonio Brown. He said he didn't mention it. Okay. Now, Rhodes, do you want to share your screen, which you actually pulled up? You still got it up. Oh, just a few minutes ago. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Let's do it. Because Rhodes actually has the injury report. I present to you guys the injury report for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers week 17 last week. So no matter what, Tampa Bay knew there was an issue with the ankle. They limited him in practice on Wednesday. It was bad enough. They, they did a did not practice on Thursday and Friday. And they went into game time with him listed as questionable questionable. right there. So, no matter what, no matter what, and look, I've got plenty, a laundry list of issues with Antonio Brown. But the one thing, the one thing he is not lying about is Bruce Arians was fully aware that there was an issue with that ankle. Yeah. There's no confusion there. And not only that, guys, Antonio Brown has released text messages from Bruce Arians. Him and Bruce Arians actually uh, texting each other. And right here, this is um, Antonio Brown three hours ago. This is apparently a text message from Bruce Arians on an iPhone here. And you see the name Bruce Arians. And this is uh, dated Thursday, December the 30th, before the game. Uh. This is B.A. Make sure you're ready to go tomorrow. We are not resting for the playoffs. Call me next day. And I guess um, initially um, Antonio Brown didn't um, respond. And then uh, Bruce Aaron said, call him. So this is a picture of Antonio Brown right there. But he replies back. He says, I'm all in coach. Really can't get to full speed. I want to win. I want to win. Want to be there. If I wake up tomorrow, feel better. I'll be kind of, I'll be ready. Kind of rolled it. Talking about the ankle right there. Outside on two point play. I want one was best for the team. Uh, I'm going to call you. Uh, what he says, I am K when you free, I'll call you. And then Arian says, come see me in the morning. We'll talk about it. Definitely want you with us in case you're ready. So that is from Antonio Brown's uh, Twitter account. And based on this, Bruce Arians knew that the ankle was still an issue. We already have the uh, injury report as well. Questionable. And then Antonio Brown also releases a statement telling his side of the story as well. But let's just stop right there. What do you make of the text mess text messages uh, we just saw? 
So that tells us there was absolutely some kind of communication about the ankle issue. The problem is that doesn't tell us exactly what happened during the on the field back and forth between Bruce Arians and Antonio Brown. Okay. Well, in we other words, this is Antonio Brown's story here. I'll read it in a, in a minute. Well, well, let, okay. Let's go ahead and, and read his side. But the problem is we've got a, he said, he said situation. Yes. And, and it's thing, like, one thing we, is clear. Who, yeah. Somebody's lying. Somebody's yeah. lying right Agreed. now. Now the, Bruce Aaron's member, Bruce Aaron said Antonio Brown was cut. It's Thursday. He's still not cut. Gang was on Sunday. He said he's no longer a buck. Buck. He's still a buck right now. So this is what Antonio Brown uh, had to say. And it even says right here, Bucks coach Bruce Aarons denied having knowledge that Brown was injured. A point he reiterated Monday after Brown told him he was injured. Aarons said no. And we just saw those text messages. If that's the actual text message. Okay. What, but, what is he saying here? He is he saying, I didn't know he re-injured it or is he claiming that he didn't know there was an ankle injury period? Because that's, that can't be true. That, 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 that automatically be cannot right be true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. But this is what, uh, Brown actually uh, said. Now this is via his lawyer here. Quote, I took a seat on the sideline and my coach came up to me very upset and shouted, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? I told him it's my ankle. But they knew that it was well documented and we had discussed it. Brown said he then ordered me to get on the field. I said, coach, I can't. He didn't call for the medical medical attention. Instead, he shouted at me. You're done. When while he ran his finger across his throat, coach was telling me that if I didn't play hurt, then I was done with the butts. That's from Antonio Brown about Bruce Arians right there. He then added uh, what happened, then triggered, then triggered him to leave the field. Well, he added that what happened, then triggered him to leave the field. Quote, I know we were losing to the Jets, and that was frustrating for all of us, but I could not make football plays on that ankle, he said. Yes, I walked off the field, but there's a major difference between launching from the line and taking hits compared to jogging off the field with a rush of emotions going through your mind. I am reflecting on my reaction, but there was a trigger. The trigger was someone telling me that I'm not allowed to feel pain. Uh, then he posts another thing here. Don't get it twisted. Uh, my brothers have been good to me from Tom Brady to practice squad. We are, we were a top level unit. They have been good to me and knew nothing about my talks with coach last week. The team mishandled this situation. They let me down and more importantly, my teammates. Uh, he also posted a grievance Thursday about a deal with Brady's trainer, Alex Guerrero and Tad Brady in the post saying quote at Tom Brady guy at, um, ag TB 12 charging $100,000, never doing the work on me. How how you even uh, work with people like this? This is what I was dealing with. Uh, he posted oh. something similar on Twitter, oh. which he later took down with 
quote, must must be was a part of these guys' plan all along. That's a whole bunch to pack in. Oh, (laughs) see, I hadn't read I hadn't read this this one little section about Alex Guerrero. I hadn't seen that until until you just read it. Now he wow, but he he but he tagged Brady in this. He tagged Brady in it, but then he um, I guess retracted. You know, bringing Brady into that uh, based off of what um. Well, it was something no. else that I read though, or something. No, man, sure. you don't get to retract bringing Brady into it if you tag him in it to begin with, and then you say something like, "How are you even going to work with people like this?" He's talking to Tom, and and I got yeah. a problem with the fact because you know Alice Guerrero the... is Tom Brady's uh personal trainer. Remember, yeah, the whole fallout with New England too over that. Why in the hell? Are you putting this out publicly? That's an issue I have with what he's doing. If you got a problem with Tom Brady's trainer and you want to try to tell Tom about said issue, you don't drop that shit on Twitter, man, or Instagram. You don't put that out there in the public. You pick up the phone and call Tom. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's that's kind of a betrayal of betrayal of trust right there for me because, and what does this mean? Must be a part of these guys' plans all along. Who's these guys, Mother Effer? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Who's these guys? <laughs> I'm not really sure, man. But this is not good. Not good. No. Now, man, now, they, he's a... He's a mm, you know, I'm trying to give in the benefit of the doubt, but it's I'm really struggling. I'm struggling doing that. Yeah. I am struggling. Now, now here's the problem though, as far as uh Bruce Arians goes right here. I believe he clearly had to know something about that ankle. He had to know something about it. Because the we already talked about it yesterday. Doctor confirmed there's bone fragments um all messed up in his ankle. Uh Bruce Arians said that uh he didn't tell him anything about that. Now you got Antonio Brown posting uh text messages. Oh, he's got a ligament the torn li- off a bone. Yeah, the league is involved yeah. too. Man, this is just what what if what if Bruce Arians is at fault? And we find out that he knew about the ankle. Well, look, the league is full of psychos, okay? Yeah. <laughs> and the coach in the coaching ranks and on the field, all right? Everybody knows that, all right? That's 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 their work ethic. That's how they become so ses- successful. They're they're out of control. I mean, really and truly, they're going leaps and bounds above what normal people would consider okay to to go in and perform a job, right? I mean, they're right. they're all I'm not going to say they're all, but it's pretty well known that a lot of players in the league and the teams Line up players to take Tordal shots, okay? A numbing agent, for crying out loud. So for portions of the game, they're not really feeling much of anything. Yeah. Okay? So them guys go out there. It is literally like being in a train wreck all along. Um, The problem Antonio Brown has here, and no matter what, this is Antonio Brown's problem. He's got precedent for being a complete cr- clown. 
a complete True. clown. No doubt about that. I, I mean, that's that's why so many people in a situation like this is struggling giving him the benefit of the doubt. Because even if he is 110% telling the truth, at this point, at what point do people just say, this dude's always cry, crying wolf about something. He's always bitching about something. He's firebombed every team he has ever been with. Okay? And that's his problem right now. That's why he's suffering in the court of public opinion because he has set a precedent a precedent for looking like an asshole. That's what you look like. I mean, you you look like one with the Raiders. You look like one at the end of, of your Steelers run. You pissed off Bill Belichick, and he booted your ass, despite yep. the fact that Tom Brady uh, still wanted you on the team. And here you are. You made it to a situation where everything looked great for you. You are lined up to win a second ring. And, and if you win a second ring at this point, man, even with all your BS, somebody in 10 years would have had your tired ass in the Hall of Fame. But you can't even keep it together enough to make it through the end of the season without launching a nuclear strike into your team. And again, if he is... Look, we know there was an ankle injury. We know that, okay? Yep. And and I'm sorry, but there's no way in hell that ankle got healed by Sunday if he if it was hurt on Friday, okay? Uh, right. But again, you can't even leave the field like a professional, okay? You've got to act like you're a WWE performer getting off the field. And yeah, look, him, we, him him trotting up and down in the end zone didn't help his case. It did not help his you, case whatsoever. You can't do all that and expect no. people to 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 listen to you. Now, I do think it's interesting. It's funny. I had not heard Bruce Arians looked at him and gave him the throat slash. That's according to Antonio he, Brown. He looked at him and gave him the Chris Benoit. The Chris right. Benoit. <laughs> I, I had not now, heard that. I had not heard that. I, so there has to be film of that somewhere. There has to be somewhere. There's cameras all over the field. Maybe the Jets were, you know, how they record this stuff, but you're not supposed to record the sideline. Another story. But there has to be film of that. If Bruce but Arians every team did that, it. yeah, every, every team does it though. Yeah, but there has to be film of that. I would like to know if that is actually true on film, because then if Bruce Arians does that, that that would actually give Antonio Brown a little bit more credibility. And also, by the way, what about the other players on the team? Now, the other players on the team are probably not going to come out. And confirm any of this. You know, what happens on the field internally, they're not going to go for that. But remember, Tom Brady and the offense was still on the field. So the offense probably didn't really know what was going on because that's when he left. He was on the sideline. So the defense was actually on the sideline. I'm wondering if we'll actually find out what some of the players had to say about this. Yeah, Probably won't. Yeah, Probably not. 
we I saw uh somebody say, is there a reason why the Bucks have not released him yet? Um if he was not hurt, he would be gone already. I absolutely think the NFL said you're gonna have to pump the brakes on this. I think uh their general manager down there, Light, I think he said you're gonna have to pump the brakes on this because regardless of whatever little tizzy you had going on on the field, and he was probably talking to Bruce Arians here too. He probably yeah. called Bruce Bruce in there and said, look, you cut a player on the field, and now he's saying he was injured, and we have so many days worth of evidence. We have a trail of evidence leading up to the game that he was injured and his ankle was bad. Yeah. Okay. So, Bruce, we're going to have a problem here. At minimum, the league is going to ask questions. Oh, yeah. Okay. Which the league is asking questions now. So, there's a discussion. They want the league to suspend him. And the league's probably like, and look, you know, there's people out there speculating that. Bruce Arians absolutely did not want to bring him back after the fake vaccination card status scandal and that he saw an on-the-spot opportunity to cut him, and he took it. Yeah. Like, like Mike Florio yesterday said, the clouds opened up for Bruce Arians and a ray of light shine straight down on Antonio Brown for he him to whack him over He was probably waiting the... for the moment to cut him, and he couldn't wait to do it. And and Arians got they, – they believe Arians got mad, lost his temper, and cut him yep. on the sideline. So, so this is the way I see so, this whole I don't know. timeline. We don't know. Th- this is my speculation on it. Antonio Brown – they tell him going to game, and he says, "No, nope, I'm hurt." Then Bruce Arians get gets pissed off, overreacts in a moment. Moment and says, "Hey, you go in or you cut, or you're done, or whatever." He said. So in Antonio's Brown's mind, he just got cut right there, and then he goes on a tirade, runs off the field. Then after the game, Bruce Arians says he's no longer a buck, and then Jason Light probably hears that and says wait a minute, hold on. This dude is on the injury report. He said he's hurt. And now it looks like you cut him because he's injured. We can be in a world of trouble if you cut the man trying to put him in the game when he was injured. That's probably why Antonio Brown is still on the roster right now. Yeah, and I'm going to tell you what's so odd about this. The NFLPA, the Players Association... They're quiet as a church mouse right now. And that's conf- that's confirmed from Mike Florio. Mike Florio said, I contacted somebody with the PA, and he said, I can't even get an answer. They've went zero dark 30 on me over yep. this Antonio Brown situation. Yep. They will not say anything. He said even people that normally give him like the inside scoop and then tell him, now, you're not allowed to say this publicly. He said they won't even do that. They have went dark on it, like completely dark. Right. Um, so that's weird. The The PA is is laying in wait right now. 
they're they're laying in the weeds. They're they're laying back in the cut like the Undertaker about to come up behind somebody yep. and be like, "I'm living, bitches," <laughs> and just and just pull them down. I'm giving all these. Hey, I'm giving all these uh, wrestling references. I saw I saw one of our boys come through and say, "We're the Dudley Boys of of YouTube." I do you know who the Dudley Boys are? That that shit got me I fired up. The yeah. Dudley Boys, Devon Dudley and Bubba Ray. <laughs> but we're we're the ECW days, the the non mainstream days. <laughs> That's All right. great. Let me through let the me table. Oh. Let me get to some of these uh, super chats here. Make sure you guys, we have over a thousand people, almost 1,100 people uh, watching right now. Smash the thumbs up button. We only have 222 thumbs up. Let's get to a thousand thumbs up. Just smash the thumbs up button right now. And we're going to read these super chats. Thank you for uh, everybody that super chatted so far. Connor Akers for $2. AB wants to play for Bishop Sycamore. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, that's good. Well, he would have to fight for meals over there, you know. Uh, Michael Amato for $2. We're off the rails already, uh, sports fans. Thank you. And then he sends another $2. <laughs> Matrix and Rants equals peanut butter and jelly, bacon and eggs. So I guess we just go together. <laughs> we got, yeah, we're, we got breakfast on lockdown. Yep. Uh, Giants Nation, four ninety nine. What's up, Black and White Sports, a.k.a. the Dudley Boys of YouTube, putting the woke media uh, through tables. That's the one you was just talking about yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Connor Akers, $5. Hey, hey, Rhodes, why haven't you revealed the last two tiers of your NFL quarterback <laughs> rankings? I knew I've somebody had was going to eventually ask about that. I, I've had them done for like a year. <laughs> I just haven't put them out. I sat down to try to record them when I was uh, really sick about – a month ago and i just couldn't get through the, you know them things take like somewhere between 45 minutes to like an hour and a half to record and then there's yeah. like all kinds of editing so they're not they're not quick they're not like putting out a video it's it's like an ordeal when you get ready to put yeah. one of those things out yeah um, um one uh, more should th- i reveal my number one here I could just reveal my number one on the list. <laughs> but do you want to Tom, save it? Tom Brady. Tom Brady was number one okay. on the list. <laughs> uh, one more super chat here. Michael Amato for $20. Really do appreciate that. This AB saga is super bizarre. There has to be video of the alleged throat cut by Arian. Still nothing. And AB's ankle was so injured. He was able to jog off the field and do jumping jacks on in the yeah. end zone. Yeah. I call BS on AB bizarre. Well, yeah, the yeah. whole thing is completely bizarre. Completely bizarre. It's, it's insane. Why do you have my avatar on? I don't know. I just saw that. What the <laughs> flip? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, funny. But that that's all the Super Chats. We're all caught up right now. Actually, we got one more that just showed up here. Giants Nation, 499. Do you guys like Russell uh, Wilson? And do you think... Uh, and do you think you think my Giants could get him? Um, I like Russell Wilson. I do. Uh, the Giants. Oh uh, man, I'm not sure. It's so hard to get a franchise quarterback like that via that's already on an established team. Um, I don't know about the Giants. What What do you think, Rhodes? Uh, I've got my uh, – I actually got my QB rank up right in front of me, oddly enough. 
Um, it was on one of my my notepads I had up. Uh, yeah, I do like Russell Wilson, but he fell off pretty hard this year, actually. Yeah. Um, one of the problems I got with Russell from this year is why'd you why'd you quit running the ball? What happened there? Is there a bigger issue we don't know about involving him running the ball? He really quit being mobile. He really did. Um, but yeah, I like Russell Wilson a lot. Do I think he would entertain the Giants? Yeah, because uh, his uh, wife wants to live in New York. So I think the Giants oh, are right. a thing. He's to Sierra. Yeah, yeah he, he said he'd like to play in New York. Now, he originally wanted to play for the Jets. And, you know, you've got, you've got all these, you know, cockamamie ideas that the Jets would, you know, trade Zach Wilson and two first-rounders for Russell Wilson or something like that. I don't think he wants to go to the Jets. I can't imagine him wanting to go to the Jets. Um, I know where I think he should go. I think well, he should go to the Saints. Then that's a good option and, right there. And team up with Sean Payton in that offense, yeah. They're, they're roughly that, a good quarterback away from, you know, uh, being a contender. Now, the Jets, they're trash. I know a good quarterback can, you know, make a difference. But uh, me personally, I wouldn't go there. I wouldn't go there at all. But um, let's get over to our next topic here. Before we get to uh, more Super Chats here, let's talk about um, Aaron Rodgers, man. Because we talked about this yesterday, that uh, that MVP voter already made up his mind that he was not going to vote for Aaron Rodgers, mainly because he didn't get the jab. Now, Aaron Rodgers has clapped back at this guy, called him a bum, and there's other people in the media, too, that that have come out and slammed this writer. Uh, I was actually listening to a um, YouTube video of Rob Parker and Chris Broussard. Man, they they were wrecking this guy. They, they said they don't necessarily want to say that this guy should have his vote removed, but they said that if this guy comes out and says this, then people are going to wonder about the integrity of the voting process for the NFL MVP. Well, well, the reason that is the NFL, you know, the little show they call the NFL honors, the big deal before the night before the Super Bowl. You yep. know, those awards are associated press awards. The yeah, NFL is awards. tied to AP writers now. And this guy has come out and done this, man, it's crazy. And you were talking about people talking about this. I talked about it yesterday. Florio's the biggest Corona bro ever. Florio and Chris Sims both said this writer should have his damn vote stripped. He should lose his vote. No questions asked. It yep. should be gone. He should not be able to vote anymore. Yeah. And then uh voter, um, what was his name? Uh, Hub Arkush. Nobody Called even knows Aaron who Rogers this wacko the, is. Nobody knows. Aaron Rodgers even said that uh, nobody knew who this guy was. Uh, but he called Aaron Rodgers the biggest jerk in the league and a bad guy. And that he would not be getting, uh, giving his vote to Aaron Rodgers. He had already made that up before the season. Before Aaron Rodgers even stepped on the field for game one. But this is what Aaron Rodgers said. Quote, I think he's a bum. Rodgers <laughs> said Wednesday. <laughs> I think he's an absolute bum. He doesn't know me. I don't know 
who he is. No one knew who he was. I didn't know who he was probably until yesterday's comments. I listened to the comments, but to say he had his mind made up in the summertime in the off season that I had zero chance of winning MVP in my opinion should exclude future votes. His problem isn't with me being a bad guy or the biggest jerk in the league. He doesn't know me. And Akush is the editor of Pro Football Weekly. Now, we have been very, very clear ever since the whole Aaron Rodgers vaccine thing that he didn't get the jab came out. We have said this will cost him the MVP. And this one guy right here, because you got to remember, guys, there was actually people in the media that knew before the season that he wasn't jabbed. We didn't That's know right. that, but they, yep. knew, they knew it. So uh, Arkush, he knew it because he had said, that's it. I'm not voting for him. Now, I believe that Aaron Rodgers probably still won't win the MVP. And I believe it has a lot to do with the jab, but no other voter, I believe, has the guts to come out and say they're not voting for for Aaron Rodgers for MVP because he didn't get the jab. They shouldn't be doing this. This guy has already said, I believe they should take his vote away for this season because he, I think they should strip already, him for good. Well, yeah, for good. Too. If, if you, if you can't keep your own personal uh, political affiliation separate from the business side of you striking up an award and, and, and giving a vote over on field performance, we're not talking about his medical history here right. on field performance. And a lot of people, even this clown, I think, said something about, well, he missed a game, blah, 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 and that hurt his team. Well, if Green Bay finishes with the number one seed, that's a mute point. It didn't hurt his team at all. Mm-hmm. It's a mute point. If he, if they have the number one seed in the playoffs, then it didn't hurt them a bit. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Rodgers does continue on here. Uh, quote, his problem is I'm not vaccinated. So if he wants to go on, a crusade include and come up with an extra letter to put on the award just for this season and make it the most valuable vaccinated player. Then he <laughs> should do that, <laughs> but he's a bum. I'm not going to waste um, uh, any time worrying about that stuff. He has no idea who I am. He's never talked to me in his life, man. I, I, I lost count how many times he actually called uh, that guy a bum. But do you think that Aaron Rodgers is going to win the, win the MVP? Because I believe that there's more people like this guy out there that are voting, but they're smart I'm enough su- to keep their mouth shut. I am surprised at some of the names that are defending Aaron Rodgers in this. Um, surprisingly, the mainstream media, I think this guy thought he was going to throw this out there and, and be, be brave, st- be brave, stunning, and courageous. And even the woke writers are hammering his ass over this right now. And I don't think he saw that coming. I really don't. I don't think he saw Chris Bruce Sard and Rob Parker's sorry ass or Mike Florio, the King Corona bro, and Chris Sims. I don't think he thought he would ever get any heat for this comment. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he come out and made a statement saying, Oh, I really regret that I put this out there now. Yeah. I wish right. I hadn't done that. Yeah, because you're getting your ass drug right now. I yeah. believe he's going to win it. I think he wins it. 
I do. I think he comes back. I think he's still going to win the MVP. The damage I, look, is kind of done, but now this could be another twist here. Not the award. Guy, the award is a fraud if he doesn't win it. But he, here's the thing. Now Brady's definitely deserving of it too, by the way. But here is the thing. Now you may have other people that were thinking like this guy, and you have one game left in the season, and they they're gonna say, man. I really don't want to vote for this guy because he isn't vaccinated. But if I go out and vote for somebody else, then they'll probably think I'm like this guy. So it's kind of a double-edged sword. So they may want to vote for him so they don't get crushed like this guy. But in reality, they don't really want to vote for Aaron Rodgers because he didn't get the jab. That's right. That's right. So that's right. This, this year's MVP vote, I don't know how anybody's really going to truly trust the vote, no matter who wins, because you can look at it a multitude of ways. People that vote for Brady may uh, vote for Brady because they didn't want to vote for Rogers because of that, or they're going to vote for Rogers just because they don't want to get backlash like this guy. But now this NFL voter says it was a big mistake. Why? It's because he got crushed by his peers. That's the only reason why. Uh, what? Oh, he says it right here. I made a big mistake last night. Arkush said via pro football talk. It's on me. I screwed up. All you can do is own it, and I own it. And of course, that was his original comments right there. Said you can't be the biggest jerk in the league, you know, and punish your team because he believed that Aaron Rodgers punished his team, and now. He's getting crushed. Everybody is crushing this man. Aaron Rodgers, uh, the media. I mean, some of the woke sports media, the Corona bros, they're crushing this man for publicly saying, you know, with probably like Mike Mike Florio, he doesn't have an MVP vote. But Mike Florio probably is thinking the same way. If I had an MVP vote, I'm not going to vote for Aaron Rodgers. But he wouldn't come out publicly and say it to destroy the award. And to me, this season... The award is done. It's, it's, it's not trustworthy this this season. Yeah, well, because if Aaron Rodgers is part of the vote, you're dealing with media members giving the vote. Right. That's the problem. And we know how media members are. They're on the uh, the VAC train, um, mm-hmm. you know. So, I, you know, I, you- I, look, and Brady, you're right. Brady is – there's certainly a big argument that Brady could win it. I, well, I, I get said it, that. I said it yesterday, man. He was a front runner for seventy percent of the season. I yeah. mean, that's just the fact. Uh, oddly enough, I actually think a lot of people are rooting for Aaron to win it now. Um, Could be, and I, I never would have done that in past seasons. I wouldn't have rooted for Aaron Rodgers to have won it, but man, he's kind of shown himself to be sort of a lockable guy this year, and I didn't see that mm. coming at all. Oh, I, I like Aaron. I do like Aaron. I like I like some of the things that he said, but to me, he's still not a likable guy. And get my not, avatar still off. not me, <laughs> still not me. <laughs> yeah, I'm still not an Aaron Rodgers guy, man. I mean, anytime a receiver leaves his team, they always throw him under the bus. They don't have anything. Him and Greg Jennings. Greg Jennings doesn't have anything good to say about Aaron Rodgers. Greg Jennings hates his ass. <laughs> he <laughs> hates him. Jermichael Finley hates him. Yeah. 
You know, remember he was a, a tight end on the on the Packers. You know, yeah. but Devontae Adams loves him. I mean, loves the dude. Because, you know, Aaron said that he was the best player that he ever played with. And Devontae Adams said, I had to pull the car over because I started crying <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> it, it, that hit that hit that dude's home big time. So, I don't know. Aaron's always been an odd cat. Let's put it that way. He's let, been me, let, me also, let me also bring this up too, man. The media is the biggest problem with this anyway. Because before the season, man, the media was crushing every single NBA player and NFL player that did not get the jab. They were out there for blood against unvats players. They created this. They created this narrative that this guy has just admitted, hey, you're not getting my MVP vote because you ain't got the jab. The media were crushing unvats players all season long. Cole Beasley, uh, Kirk Cousins, uh, who else? Carson Wentz, Lamar Jackson. Carson Wentz, Lamar Jackson, Cam Newton. Montez Sweat. I mean, the list went on and on and on of everybody that that came out and said that they hadn't got the jab, they started getting crushed. Um, Let me me clarify the likable part, because a lot of people are like, really likable? Well, Aaron has showed us a different side of him we didn't know was there. Okay. He has. He has peeled back a new layer and has talked in a way that we didn't know Aaron Aaron Rodgers was capable of talking, and he revealed some things about himself we didn't know before this season. So, yeah, after this season, he has presented himself, in my opinion, as a more likable figure. Um, he's really good on Pat McAfee's show when he's come. he comes on there, and I think yeah, he's... Yeah, he is. I, I think he always... Whether he's right, wrong, or indifferent, I think he always gives people exactly how he feels at the time that he's talking to McAfee on his show. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. All right, yeah. Let's get to um, some more super chats here before we get to our next uh, topic here. Orlando for five dollars. A USA Today writer stated mental health is to blame for his behavior. Is mental health oh. going to be blamed for uh, bad behavior now? It certainly it's has talking, in the last 12 months. Yeah, and talking about Antonio Brown. Um, could be, man. Could be. But uh, the mental health excuse now, it's gotten so watered down now because now that's the excuse for everything ever since uh, Naomi Osaka and uh, really actually um, Simone Biles. Um, Simone Biles. So, yeah. Uh, Whoopa Troopa. For five dollars, considering Arians, Gruden, and Belichick couldn't handle AB for a full season, is it safe to say Tomlin is a lot better than people give him credit? Well, the thing is, with Belichick, Belichick don't put up with nothing. That's why he didn't he didn't give Antonio Brown a second chance. Right. Belichick will get rid of you quick, fast, and in a hurry. So I wouldn't throw him in there. No uh, mercy. Gruden, yeah, Gruden. I mean. When you start calling people racial slurs, and that's that's going to be a problem right there. A, a real problem. Yeah. Yeah. That's and Mike, a Mike Mayotte's pretty old school, too. I'm surprised there wasn't actually a knockdown drag out in that office. Yeah. Um, Michael Amato, for $5. These AP writers try to make uh, voting about them. An obscure writer nobody knows uh, gets the attention. Total BS without Rodgers, Packers, or five-win team tops. 
Well, it depends on who the other quarterback is, too, <laughs> you know. But if it's Jordan Love, they they win four or five games. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. True. Uh, Giants Nation for five dollars. Well, since this bum is allowed to put personal opinion in the MVP vote, I will too. I believe Kyrie Irving should win MVP. <laughs> well, Kyrie Irving made a return last night, and uh, she's sure back. That's actually on deck. I believe we're going to talk about that for a few minutes as well. But we're all caught up now on Super Chats. And thank you for everybody that is donating. The donations Good really job. do help um, support the stream because donations are the only way we're going to be able to continue these uh, streams every day because we have reformatted this whole entire um, uh, setup match. that we have now. Was that? Shooting match. Yeah. So, but thank you for those uh, super chats. So now let's talk about the NFL again because the Super Bowl is scheduled to be in the People's Republic of New York. Well, not not New York, but um, California. Some people call it California. Um, the NFL has a contingency plan for the Super Bowl. Super Bowl is going to be uh, February the 13th. And they have a backup plan in case they can't have the game in California. And you know what this has to do with, right, Oates? The jab. The jab. The transformer variant. The transformer variant. The Omicron. Yeah. (laughs) The the Omicron. That's what Joe Biden says. He calls it Omicron. It's pronounced Omicron. He should learn his uh, Greek letters. But... Here we are. NFL explores Super Bowl move from Los Angeles to Cowboys AT&T Stadium. <laughs> John, John, John said Biden needs to learn his letters. Man, he he Brandon don't even know what year this is, all right? He, no, he doesn't. He, he thinks he's still drinking bourbon with Robert Byrd back in 62, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it says here, the NFL is exploring contingencies if COVID-19 restrictions in the Los Angeles um, area appear, they will be too onerous to hold the Super Bowl. WFAA signing a Dallas Cowboys front office source to reports the league has had preliminary discussions about moving the big game from SoFi Stadium in AT&T Stadium in Arlington. NFL spokesperson Brian McCarthy confirmed to WFAA that the contingency has been explored though he mentioned it's not an unusual exercise. Well, I'm going to say this. I'm going to ask this question. If it's not unusual, why are we hearing about this? Why? Because they know that those crazy people in the People's Republic of California very well may shut this thing down because we have record amounts of uh, Wuhan virus cases out there. Correct. Can you imagine how brave, stunning, and courageous this would make the local politicians look in L.A. if all of a sudden they decided to shut down the Super Bowl because of the coronavirus? Oh, my goodness. The wokesters would go crazy, and the mainstream media would yeah. have articles from here to next year about how wonderful the politicians in L.A. Uh, the job they have done fighting against capitalism and yeah. shutting shutting down the Super Bowl in L.A. But this is what uh, Mr. McCarthy had to say. Quote, we plan on playing Super Bowl 
56 as scheduled at SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles on Sunday, February 13th. As part of our standard contingency planning process that we conduct for all regular and postseason games, we have contacted several clubs to inquire about stadium stadium availability in the event we cannot play the Super Bowl as scheduled due to weather-related issues or unforeseen circumstances. You know, they didn't want to say COVID. Don't, they didn't don't, want to say that. But our planning process for the Super Bowl in Los Angeles is ahead of schedule, and we look forward to hosting the Super Bowl there to accumulate another fantastic NFL season for our fans and clubs. Now, this is all going to really come down to uh, dictator Gavin Newsom, I believe, yep. because that man has no problem whatsoever locking down California and lock and keep, because we already seen they, the people in California, they want to vote for authoritarians. They didn't want Larry Elder. They didn't want him. They wanted an, an authoritarian like uh, Gavin Newsom, because remember, what happened to California after Gavin Newsom won his recall? He put in more COVID lockdown restrictions. Uh, I said it look, before. What are those people doing out there voting? Voting voting for him. Exactly. What are they doing? Voting against Larry Elder of all you had somebody. You had somebody, a great dude running out there, and you voted against him. Lunatics. You deserve whatever you got coming to you out there and stay there. Do not come to Texas. Yeah. But I just throw that in. Now we know there will be no problem whatsoever for the Super Bowl to come to Arlington because Texas is a free state. It's going to be open. And I'm pretty sure Jerry Jones would love it. He'd love to have the business. California, oh, yeah. they, don't, they don't care about that stuff. Oh, yeah. They want you to wear three, four masks. You know, they don't mind locking you down. Oh yeah, so the local businesses lose, would love to have the Super this. Bowl. If they lose the Super Bowl, I don't want to hear anybody complain about losing the Super Bowl if you live in LA. You, you did it, it to yourself. yourself. You That's did right. it to yourself. So Texas will win again. And I believe that'd be so funny, man, if Texas end up oh. getting the Super Bowl and then the Cowboys, let's say the Cowboys make it to the Super Bowl, they play at home and they win. Man, can you imagine Rams fans would probably really be upset because the reason why they got that game in L.A. is because the Rams went back to L.A. And usually when you have, um, not necessarily the Rams are an expansion team, but usually when you do have teams expand to new cities, usually they're going to get the Super Bowl. Well, they yeah, that's, that's one of the reasons they agreed to build that new stadium out there because they would get awarded the Super Bowl very shortly after having done so. Now, right. what would be really funny would be the L.A. Rams making the Super Bowl after it's moved to Dallas. <laughs> that would be I would find that hilarious. Oh, God, please don't let the Rams in there. That Super Bowl would suck. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. I know. That would really, really... That would really suck. I'd rather the Cowboys go to the Super Bowl. I mean, me personally... Bring the Super Bowl to Arlington. Bring it. Let that be a message to the People's Republic of California. Let that be a message. Maybe those people over there will wake up because that's a whole bunch of money to lose, man, when you'd lose that, the Super Bowl. 
they won't care. They won't care if they move it. They 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 want to get involved in sports. They want to act like they love sports, but they don't really love sports. They just want to come in and ruin things surrounding sports and then walk back out after they've left it a burning dumpster fire. I mean, come on. They do it with everything. They do it with our entertainment. They do it with sports, and they don't care about the, those kind of things. They're care, they, all they care about is dyeing their hair purple right now. Hey, if they're worried about the coronavirus, just plan a Black Lives Matter rally but all the way around the stadium. The coronavirus will never get into that stadium, ever. <laughs> the, virus, the virus will part ways, go right around the stadium, and keep going down the street. Because we know when there's a BLM riot going on, coronavirus don't show up for that, they say. They, they don't show up apparently for those gatherings not. at all. No. So apparently You're not. You're perfectly safe. Apparently not. People, people right, that guys. are first-timers in here, they're like, whoa, that took a turn. <laughs> <laughs> and just oh. a reminder, guys, um, if anybody would like to watch the whole entire show at the end, click the Join button, become a member, because the stream will only be for members to watch after the show is over, but the audio will be on all of your uh, favorite uh, podcasting platforms. Okay. <laughs> and smash the oh, thumbs up button. Oh. If you do not mind, we only got 430 thumbs up. Keep smashing it. Let's try to get uh, as many thumbs up here as possible. <laughs> now, oh, what about, what about said BLM protest or a force field against the coronavirus? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh boy. Good. Yeah. Oh. So, um, let's talk about a Novak Djokovic, man. Because we found out that Novak Djokovic was actually detained once he landed in Australia. Australia, full authoritarian. Now, he got a medical exemption to play at the Australian Open. That doesn't mean he can actually enter the country of Australia. Two different things. Okay. Yep. So apparently he was, and I put in my video on black and white live. Apparently he was like held hostage. And now they told him he got to get the hell out. He is not allowed in Australia. Now they saying it's because of like some visa issue, but honestly, I truly believe it's because Novak Djokovic did not get the jab. Yet another uh, person here. So Absolutely. he is in limbo when it comes to the Australian Open. Now, he's a nine-time champion. That is a record. And he's trying to win 10. And for a side note, I wasn't sure if uh, Rafa Nadal was playing. Rafa Nadal was playing because he's actually uh, in Melbourne right now playing a tune-up event. Australian Open starts on um, January uh, 17th. Okay? So it says here, Novak Djokovic to remain in visa limbo until Monday as he fights deportation from Australia. Now, I thought that he had already been deported, but apparently, wow. you know, he's still under lock and key at this, uh, you know, they got like uh, immigration camps or vaccination camps, something like that for the unvats. He's somewhere in there, I believe. They but pulled him into a room. Yeah. Right, right. Novak Joker has spent a day confined in an immigration detention hotel. Just think about that name. Immigration detention hotel. Waiting for a court ruling and dealing with the prospect of deportation from Australia because of an issue with his visa application relating 
to COVID-19 vaccination regulations. The 20-time champion from Serbia will spend at least another night in immigration detention, probably even the weekend, with, with his chances of playing in this month's Australian Open in limbo. With his visa canceled by Australian border uh, force officials who, re- who rejected his evidence to support a medical exemption for, from the country's strict COVID-19 vaccination rules, Djokovic had to trade the practice courts for the law courts on Thursday. Djokovic, 34, has not disclosed whether he is vaccinated against the coronavirus. It's clear at this point, ESPN, he doesn't have the jab. And by the way, guys, he tested positive in uh, 2020 for the virus, too, by the way. Natural immunity doesn't matter in Australia. Oh, no. No, no such thing. Nothing to see here. Move along. Yeah. Yeah. Federal court, federal circuit court judge Anthony Kelly adjourned Djokovic's case until Monday because of a delay in receiving the application for a review of the visa decisions and and the temporary ban on his deportation. A lawyer for the government agreed that Djokovic should be deported before the next hearing. Djokovic's family said he was the victim of a political agenda, and I agree with that. But here's the problem, man. Here's the problem. We all know how locked down Australia is. I mean, they they literally have technically concentration camps for the unvats. If they let him in, unvaccinated, what what are the people of Australia going to say about this? Wait a minute. You're letting him in. He's not vats. But yet, I'm a citizen of this country, and you got me in a concentration camp. I don't think they're going to allow Djokovic to play because it's definitely political now. Definitely. political. Yeah, also- he, he's definitely a victim of, of a political agenda without a doubt, without a doubt. Have you seen the streets, how mad they are? Oh man. They have flooded the streets over there. They're mad as hell over these lockdown restrictions and everything over there. I mean, it it's is crazy. Really, it is crazy, really bad, man. They're close really, to really war. Bad. In my opinion, Australia is close to war. They're very close, They're close to being to, done with definitely it. Definitely close to a civil war, man. Absolutely. But, uh, but uh, Rafa Nadal talks about um, Djokovic. He knew the conditions. Rafa Nadal reflects on Djokovic's rough situation of he- ahead of the Australian Open here. And this is on CNN. Rafa Nadal has said that he feels sorry for Novak Djokovic ahead of the Australian Open, but added that his rival um, has long been aware of the vaccine requirement to play in the country. Now, he's he's right about that. There's, there's no doubt about that, but we're getting that. Uh, Djokovic, who is tied with Nadal and Roger Federer on 20 Grand Slam titles, may not be able to defend his Australian Open title after his visa to enter the country was canceled and he was blocked at the border and told he had not met the requirements, the required entry rules. The 34-year-old has not publicly revealed his vaccination status, but uh, Australian Prime Minister Scott Morrison said in a news conference on Thursday that Djokovic did not have a valid medical exemption uh, to the vaccination requirements for arrivals. And this is what Nadal says, quote, he made his own decisions and everybody is free to take their own decisions, but then... There are some consequences, Nadal 
who won his uh, first singles match since August on Thursday, told reporters in Melbourne, Melbourne. Of course, I don't like the situation that is happening. In some way, I feel sorry for him. But at the same time, he knew the conditions since a lot of uh, months ago. So he made his own decision. So that is the words of uh, Rafa Nadal, who is tied with Novak Djokovic here. Definitely, definitely political here. And I'm a, I'm a Nadal guy. Nadal is my favorite uh, tennis player of all time. Uh, Novak Djokovic is uh, right up there. 20 grand slams apiece. And I believe, you know, this could be a turning point into the GOAT debate because Novak Djokovic is the GOAT of the Australian Open. Rafa Nadal is the GOAT of the French Open. That is the Nets Grand Slam right there. So if, said if, he, if he's playing in it, will he win it? Is he the guy that's going to win it? Um, he, He'll be the favorite. He definitely okay. will be a strong favorite. He's won four straight. Okay. Uh, now, Nadal lost to Djokovic at the French Open last year. But you want to know Nadal's record at the French Open? Something like 100, in, 100 wins and three losses. Wow. I mean, that's – now, he lost to Djokovic twice. But Djokovic is the only guy that can beat him. But it's so rare, man, for Nadal. If you think that Djokovic is dominant – at the Australian Open, Nadal is even more dominant at the French. He's won 13 Grand Slams over there. 13. Like I said, I know that Djokovic is the defending champ, but I don't believe he would be the favorite. Uh, I can French. tell you right I can tell you right now, if Democrats in this country had their way, Democratic leadership in this country we'll, had their we'll way. We'll be just like Australia. There would be no in interest rate state travel between states into their states without this exact same thing happening yeah. to, to us as citizens. If they had it their no, way, they would turn us away it. at their state lines. And people better be aware of that. I'm just letting you know, you better be aware of that. And then in your local jurisdictions, your Democratic leaders would shut entry down into their counties. If you've got Democratic leadership in those counties, don't think for a second that if they could have it their way, they would not do that here. They would. What's they going on in would. Australia with Djokovic is an example. It's a sports example, but it's an example of exactly how somebody could get treated here if you have the wrong people in leadership. Yeah. So you, you better be aware. Sometimes sports is a cautionary tale for the rest of life. This is one of those times, you know, make yourself aware of what's going on. Watch what happens in certain parts of the world. It can happen here if too many of the wrong people are put into leadership. Yeah. And I thought that um, I thought they had already deported him, but Djokovic is basically a prisoner. He can't do anything. I mean, he might as well just turn around and leave. They're not they're not going to let him in. No. You know, they're not going to let him in. I don't think they're going to let him in. I don't because you got the prime minister already saying that he didn't provide whatever documents they wanted, which basically means get the jab or else. Yeah. He didn't turn in his vax card. Yeah. yeah. That's, uh, that's paper, pretty much it. Papers, please. Yep. Papers. We don't papers. want that here. <laughs> and we have one more topic here before we wrap up the show. Kyrie Irving made his debut yesterday and he got 
pretty much a mixed reaction in his debut for the Nets. Now, we know that Kyrie Irving is not allowed to play in Barclays Center because he plays in the People's Republic of New York City. And Eric Adams, Yikes. Bill de Blasio 2.0. Oh, man, another story. Oh, but, uh, man. God. <laughs> what are they doing up there? Oh, uh, did you see the DA up there? Did you see what he did? Oh. Did man. you see all the crimes he's making misdemeanors? And Eric Adams. He's Dumps the fire. He, he turned just that quick. So much for law and order. So much for it. Yeah. You ran on it, but so much for it. Hmm. All right. That's a tangent but, uh, on the side. Kyrie Irving, Mitt's reactions in season debut gets cheers and boos. Kyrie Irving is finally back with the Brooklyn Nets. The star guard just made his first on-court appearance of the season Wednesday night, and his presence was met with a Mitt's reaction from the crowd. Uncle Drew was introduced over the PA just minutes before tip-off against the Indiana Pacers, and while some fans showed support for the point guard, others voiced their frustrations. So let's listen to this, guys. No sound. Oh, you didn't get any sound? I didn't hear anything. Oh, no, maybe it, was, maybe it was just too low. No, let me go back here. I think I probably pressed the wrong share button. Yeah, actually, I did. I did. Sorry about that. Here we go. Listen to this. So that was it. So it was basically a Mitch reaction right there. I thought he'd probably get a little bit more support than that. I did too. Now I really it is. Did too. It is now it is a road game, of course. It is a road game, but still. Well, it's a road game, and yeah, I don't know, man. You've got to you got to remember too. Who are the only people attending basketball games these days? Hmm. NBA NBA games. How how many how many people that vote in our direction are attending Marxist NBA of China games these days? Probably not too many people. So more than likely, a lot of people that's at these games are not going to be supporting Kyrie. Why? Because they voted for Brandon. That's why. I yep. mean, that's just that's just being honest. I mean, uh, a lot of people that are supporting Kyrie right now are not at games to show him any love. And I don't blame them. I wouldn't yeah, give the yeah. NBA a red cent of my money to get into a game. So, yeah, I can see that that he would get a lot of booze in that. Um, I would think people would, would start waking up when it comes to this virus, but I don't think so. I mean, man, I got lefties on my Facebook that are still freaking out about the damn virus, even right here in Texas. Mm -hmm. People that were born here that vote left. They're still scared to death of the virus. And I'm like, they're telling you it's a, a, it's a mild, very, this is probably the variant that is going to end the damn pandemic. I mean, and it's mm -hmm. mild and you're still freaking out. I'm blown. A million, a million cases a day. A million cases a day. I'm going to bounce out, come right back in. Are you okay, man? Well, he did bounce out again. 
Yeah, so roughly like a million cases a day, Kyrie Irving back, and I just, I was expecting a little bit more support for him, but think it is. Our kind of people aren't watching the NBA. Honestly, guys, I didn't know that Kyrie Irving even made his debut until until right before the stream, you know? So not too much surprise, but that is pretty much all the topics that we had to talk about. Am I missing anything else, Rhodes? Negative, Ghost Rider. I believe the pattern is full for the day. I put out two, count them, two political videos over on the Black and White Network channel. If you guys have not subscribed, make sure you go over and hit the subscribe button. I was talking a little a little McCluskey's this morning. The DA wants to take their guns, or actually keep their guns, and destroy them. And the other is Kyle Rittenhouse, and the fact that National Geographic, one of their authors, decided to say that Kyle Rittenhouse shot two black men. Not true. <laughs> Not true, point of fact. Yeah. And we got, uh, we got one more super chat that came through. Uh, Bocce... Penwin, I may not be pronouncing the name correct, for $2. Uh, read House Resolution HR 4980. Okay, we have to check that out. I'm not sure exactly sure what that is. You know what that is? I'm not sure. A negative ghostwriter. I don't know. Actually, what is that? Let me let me just look at it right quick. 4980. <laughs> what is hey, that? Hey, Big, Big Doll 4 in the chat says, Rhodes. They're going to bash you over your uh, comments on Black Lives Matter. Uh, it wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, if you, Like I said before, if you guys want to watch the whole entire um, show, click the join button. And because this is going strictly for members, once we click uh, in broadcast here. But we will be back tomorrow. Same time, Monday through Friday show. Uh, these shows are getting more and more support each one that we get. So this this may actually have some uh, staying power. Did great today. Over a 1,000 folks at one point was in here. Yeah, about 1,100 yeah. people. Yeah, so. watching you and my redneck ass. Talk shit. <laughs> All right, guys. You guys be safe. Have a great day, and we will catch you next time.